Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ducks fans, welcome to a new episode of the Quack Report, a new season of the Quack Report, where we got new logos for the Quack Report done by your favorite co-host of the Quack Report, Nate Thomas. Awesome. I was going to try and take credit, but I I figured I'd just be nice for once. I mean, you did the updated intro video, so that works. If you're watching this on YouTube, like if you're watching the 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 video of it so which i think we're going to try to push a little bit more this year i mean obviously if you listen to it on spotify apple podcasts whatever that's that's amazing thank you very much still for for tuning in but um you know we we like the video stuff as well so yeah it's a lot of fun hey uh if we need a new logo for season four i think marcus just made one for us here (laughs) (laughs) we got a black dot a box a duck emoji a microphone emoji 2019 yeah the, like i mean yeah uh, the, uh, the black box is it. an orange dot for me so maybe you should update your computer once in a while nate <laughs> <laughs> maybe i should dude i i need a new one we, we know this i need a no new i know one. That's fair. <laughs> oh huh. i was just waiting more for like black friday to see like if i can still like get a discount while doing a trade-in at the same time but at the same time like i mean if, the, if it keeps crashing with every episode and we're going back to two episodes a week in the next few weeks here that's that's gonna be rough <laughs> yeah it's gonna be working overtime hey <laughs> a little bit uh yeah you, you dropped out like just before we started recording hence why we were a couple minutes late to get yeah and i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's hope we just got it out of the way for the first yeah. time and don't have knock to on wood yeah <laughs> my whole desk is wood so <laughs> yeah <laughs> mine's plywood so that that, that still counts yeah, still, still would. Um, yeah, still would. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I feel like we have to have something bigger to start with season three, but like I, I really don't know what because literally nothing has. Exciting I mean, going on. preseason's going on. We haven't had an actual preseason in a while. That's true. The you know, the hockey season in general is back. Yeah. During a normal time, not like you know, middle of January. Mm-hmm. When everything's normally kind of a lull. In, when did play those playoffs start? Like August? 
like uh, the, the bubble no, I playoffs? Think I think, oh yeah, bubble playoffs were like July, July. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like we're we're finally getting, at least in the hockey world, some return to normalcy. Yeah. I don't know about, okay. you know, where everybody's specifically listening. If anything is close to normal, it's definitely still not here, like mm-hmm. where Carter and I are, but like nope. at least hockey is somewhat getting back to the way it was. So which is yeah. which is great. It's it makes me so happy. And it makes awesome. my fall so much better. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be fans in the building too. Oh, oh man. So, I, I wish I, so I like I, I wish we could even we can't even go down to Adam like to experience <laughs> yeah. the game because like, the board's still closed. But like I would I would love to be there. If any of you are there for the home opener or any preseason games or that kind of stuff, please tag us in your photos when you're posting them on social media on you know Twitter, Instagram. Mm. Like I want to live vicariously through you guys. Absolutely. I will get I want to get to a game eventually. I think Carter and I are going to try to get to Anaheim, at least in Calgary this season. Mm-hmm. I, I know they're up here a couple of times. I yeah. was looking at trying to get, you know, early on with like the Flames home openers against Anaheim, but those tickets are a little crazy right now. Like the press mm-hmm. level seats that are normally like $25, $30 Canadian are like 50 minimum right now Canadian, <sighs> which like that's, that's not horrible, but it's still like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's Maybe we take it as a expense, business. Yeah. Do we take it as a business expense, or do we just wait until the next game? Yeah, I mean, get a little tax write off in there. So it's, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> make a <laughs> make the bosses Dylan and Isha pay for it. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think what would be fun though, because I like I do have some people who are either connected to the Flames or I have connections in the Flames themselves. I, what I think would be fun to see if we could swing though is if for one of those games where Anaheim is in Calgary, if we could go up into the rafters to the press, like to the actual press boxes, Ooh. I think that could be really fun to do. We could uh, so. we could go all Snoop Dogg in NHL 21 and just like, <laughs> be guest commentators. Like, Who the fuck are these yeah, guys? Yeah, we'll, we'll see if we can hook up like a stream to like our, like to a live stream for us and we will commentate the game. You guys don't, you know, you, you, you don't want to watch. Uh, oh my God. What are, what are the games normally on? What channel? Jeez. See, you, you can tell that I'm <laughs> trying to get back into this mode in general. Like, th- this yeah. summer has been so wild for me. I finally had my last weekend of work, like, this weekend. So, like, I have my first actual weekend since May coming up. Nice. Like, yeah. So, I am... <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, knowing you too, you're probably gonna wake up at like seven thirty in the morning still, because your body. Oh yeah, like, I still. Hey, we I got still work do. Today. You should wake up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still like yeah, like eight o'clock or something like that. I'm just like, yeah. oh man, okay, but <laughs> it is what it is, my boy. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, going to a Ducks game. Well, Ducks game in Calgary, but eventually yeah. one day we'll go down to California. Yeah. And we can, you know, we can try to do like a meetup with you beautiful people who listen to us and yeah. that kind of thing. Like, oh. I, I like, I'd love to get down there at some yeah, point. Yeah. So that'd be sick. But, I was going like, to say know, too that. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say too. If anyone is going to the home opener, um, we'll just like 
like DM us and we'll give you our FaceTime um, like information. Yeah, just put like, us in the just FaceTime us. Yeah, like don't even worry about data. We'll cover you, but just just yeah. FaceTime <laughs> us from your seat. We we want to be there, <laughs> kind of. Well, I don't I don't know if we can afford to cover them, but like I mean, we can barely afford fifty dollars tickets. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I shouldn't make promises I can't keep. But you know what? We'll uh, we'll maybe send you a T-shirt in in lieu of your data overages for FaceTime us from <laughs> Honda Center. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which with our new logo. I did put out on Twitter as well, you know, if people want merch with this logo or just kind of something related to the show, let us know, right? Like that is something we were, we've been kind of wondering about. I mean, it is season three and all that. Like if you guys are interested in any merch or that kind of thing, let us know. Cause if, you know, if people want it, we would love to do it. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about it since I think the beginning of season two and it just never happened. Yeah. But, uh, but but then again, I mean, yeah, yeah, but I'm like, I mean, this logo as well, like even just like this, refresh for us has been in the works for i mean a few months at this point right so yeah marcus chiming in here he wants merch yeah well, <laughs> very excited about merch. perfect <laughs> perfect <laughs> oh see what i think like i think what would be really cool with this uh logo specifically though oh okay mark that's a cool okay i am a hat guy i i don't a even know guy. how many hats i have at this point um but yeah that that, oh yeah, that logo on a hat could be really cool. God damn it! <laughs> well, yeah, like a hoodie as well, that sort of thing. Like I was thinking, like hoodies and t-shirts to start with. But I mean, if you guys have ideas for other things as well that you want to, you know, that you would buy from us, that sort of thing to help support the channel, um, you know, let us know. Like shoot us a, yeah, shoot us a like a thing on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, I mean, TikTok comments on one of the things, right? Like, just just let us know what you guys would want from us. So, and even what you want from, like, say more from us, like for the actual uh, content as well. Um, you know, like just just what you enjoy and that sort of thing, what you want more of throughout the season. So, because we are a couple of weeks away from the actual regular season kicking off, so we still, as much as you know, season three for us is starting right now. We still have a little bit of time to just kind of work things for what you guys want to listen to or watch more of. So. Yeah, feel free absolutely. to let us know. Yeah, and uh, also we are starting an OnlyFans account. So uh, yeah. I think one of the first things that we're going to do is get matching um, of this logo up here. Uh, yeah. Where, yeah. Oh, I picked the right side. This logo. There you up go. Here. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get matching tattoos on our ass of that. And then we'll. Well, I was going to say go. we're getting matching G strings with the logo around the crotch. <laughs> I, I mean, we might do that too, but I was thinking we start ass <laughs> tattoos, take a nice, you know, like professional quality picture of it and just yeah. sell prints of that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'd be that would be something else okay th- this might okay this is going to be a little bit spoilery if you say yes have you watched the last season of brooklyn 99 oh yeah yeah absolutely okay are we going to talk about that specific low lower back tattoo because that thing was beautiful <laughs> 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 we yeah. want to talk about that quick i, I mean if you want to yeah sure <laughs> kevin's head on cheddar's body is tattooed on the lower back of captain holt that is amazing i want that tattoo even <laughs> <laughs> yeah right you know how many people so, are gonna get that tattoo now <laughs> oh my god yeah i i want it honestly okay my girlfriend and i watched you know, like at least like the last two episodes back to back, right? Like we were like mm-hmm. watching the season once it got on Netflix, like just over a couple of days kind of thing. Yeah. And we watched those last two episodes. And I'm I'm just gonna be honest right now, because 
like y- you know me, I can be a little bit of a bitch sometimes. I full on cried at the end of that show because oh, yeah. that has been my favorite show now for the last eight years or like seven years, I guess, like as I found it a little bit later. But like I have loved that show and it is my favorite show ending. There's no more episodes and it it honestly makes me sad. But I'm glad that they were able to wrap it up the way that they wanted to at least, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of the show just, you know, getting canceled. Like originally was a like, yeah. like it originally was, was after, right? That so, was after season five it got canceled. Yeah, it right? was for like so, and that was, hours and then NBC that was, was horrific like, for me. I was like, oh, wait, yeah. no, 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 there is so much unresolved here. You can't do that. <laughs> so I'm glad that they could finally, you know, wrap it out the way that they want to. But it still yeah. made me sad that I'm I'm never gonna I'm never gonna get another episode here. So but mm-hmm. Um, sorry, switching gears here. Yeah, uh, Marcus, <laughs> keeping us updated. Duck score. Yes, thank you, Marcus. Yeah. yeah, we don't have the game on here because Nate's computer can't handle it, and no, <laughs> I'm an idiot and just didn't pull up the game before we got going. So, um, cool. yeah, Marcus, we're relying on you to keep us uh, in yeah. the loop here. Yeah, what's the score right now, Marcus? Um, I, I like how yeah. we paused. Like <laughs> he was going to respond. Like, I, I didn't mean to. Pa- I didn't mean to pause for it. Sorry. <laughs> I, I did. So that's that's on me. But oh. uh, in the meantime, shall we get to a little bit of ducks news that we got here? Yeah, let's do it. Alrighty. Is my music too loud? Is it louder uh, than normal? It's it's a little loud you can maybe pull it down just a little bit but okay yeah i just wasn't sure if it was louder than normal or if i just got my headphones cranked so uh, i gotcha mark is keeping us updated it's one nothing currently ducks i like to see that yes all right you know what else i like to see carter i'm gonna like i'm to just see? gonna seal your role here for a second go for it because yeah. it's a great segue you know what i like to see what do you like bob murray see? finally admitting that we are in the middle of a rebound or re- rebound rebound <laughs> I mean, basically, rebuild. <laughs> it, okay, but if he's, if he's saying that like, officially now, though, what the fuck have the last three years been? Yeah, right? What the fuck? Like, you can't tell me you actually thought, like, you know what? I'm going to literally do nothing for, like, these two off-seasons and expect the same results. Yeah. Like, no. Well, yeah, well, welcome, welcome to season three. As the title of the episode is, you know, new look, uh... New season, same shit. Right away, we're going to start off with Nate freaking out about Bob Murray being a dumbass. Yeah, the only thing that can make it better is you just like going off on a rant and then your computer shits out. Yeah, mid-rant, yep. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, but like I, it's just, no. I mean, it's good. Bob Murray frustrates me. (laughs) Yeah, it's good that he's actually come out and said it now. Like I, I feel like he used the word rebuild like earlier last like near the end of last season. Yeah, but I feel it, like we heard that, it but it was kind of like, like kind of in context. Whereas like somebody yeah, yeah, straight yeah. up seemingly asked him about it though. Um like are you okay, are you in the middle of a rebuild? And he had said, We are rebuilding. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, wait, you're telling me we're in a rebuild. <laughs> this is news to me. I'm shocked. Same here, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, like obviously we all we felt like we were in the middle of a rebuild, obviously. But it is something different to have it actually admitted. But the fact that it actually took this long to admit is just more what frustrates me more than anything. Yeah, absolutely. So, but because like otherwise, like it it does kind of make you question though. Like, did Bob Murray actually think this team was going to be good enough? Right? Like, especially like last year or 
even like the 2019 20 season that got shut down by COVID, right? Like, did he actually think that we were good enough to make a playoff push? Like, that's yeah, like, right. like it kind of just makes me question it. So, but, um, I mean, he's taking the, he's still taking the slow burn approach. So, you know, get ready for a little bit more pain this season, people. Um, yeah. I, I mean, but, maybe we, we have a lot of young guys that appear to be ready to make the jump. So, yeah, I, I hope. I hope to God that it's going to be better, but I don't know. I really yeah. Don't. See, and like the thing with the ad- with the admission as well is it makes that pain a bit more bearable now. It's not mm-hmm. we're supposed to be trying to push for a playoff spot, but we're dog shit. It's yeah. we're rebuilding. It's okay, kind of like the Ottawa Senators the last few years, right? Like it was you know expect mm-hmm. losses, expect some pain for a while, but it's going to be worth it soon, hopefully. Even just down the road for the LA Kings, right? Like. Um, you know, and they had a very quick rebuild. Like I was, you know, I was saying for a while that I think the dog or the, the King, sorry, could be in contention. They like for the playoffs, they were almost last year. They just had that, mm-hmm. uh, losing streak that hindered that unfortunately, but, um, you know, a little bit of a hipster, I guess, in that regard that <laughs> I, I didn't really hear a whole lot of that as I was saying, and I'm not trying to take credit for it or anything like that. But like more people are saying that now that like the the Kings have a chance in this specific division, so oh yeah, especially with it, I think being the weakest division this year, I think they absolutely have a chance of of sneaking into that. I, I guess probably third spot. I mean, I think I think both wild card spots will go to the other one, uh, the Central. Yeah, never know. Like they might sneak into that last one too. It's hard to say, but I, I think really the only locks for the division are. Well, actually, the only lock for the division is Vegas. On if I'm being yeah, realistically, honest. yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It is. It it is just Vegas. Um, I guess next week we gotta do like an actual predictions thing. Like, yeah, we're gonna too have early to. predictions yeah. and whatever. I, I was just thinking that I was like, do we have to do that for this week? Like, did, yeah. we, did we totally <laughs> drop the ball on that? But yeah, it can be a next week no, thing. So. Yeah, next week episode. But yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it's. Really, it's like that first spot is Vegas's to lose more than anything, mm-hmm. and the second and third spot are is open season for everybody except, honestly, us and San Jose. I'll say, yeah, so probably like I I know like San Jose still has great players and everything like that, but especially after what I've seen the last couple of years, I'm not too confident in them. Like to the point that I'm mm-hmm. saying, I think the Ducks will actually do better. And I was having a chat about this with uh, Nick Floor from the. San Jose Hockey Now podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just saying, like, you know, we're not going to be much better, I don't think, but there's a difference that we're, we are, as we were just talking about, we're rebuilding, but they're not. <laughs> like, not supposed really, to be. Yeah. They're not, yeah, not supposed to be. Oh, I mean, Eric Carlson said he didn't go, he didn't sign for 11 million for eight years in San Jose to go through another rebuild. Yeah. Like pretty much otherwise he would have stayed in Ottawa. It's like, I'm sorry, Eric. Honestly, <laughs> like, at this uh, point, he'd probably be further along if he stayed in Ottawa, honestly. Really, though? Like, oh my God. Okay, Thomas, like Thomas Shabbat now, though, with Eric Carlson. Like, Dude, that's disgusting. <laughs> that one, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. But yeah, I, I, I'm kind of jumping ahead, I guess, into next week's episode. But uh, yeah, I'll say Ducks seventh this year. We won't be we won't be the bottom, but we'll okay. we'll be at the a little, bottom. A little we'll bit of a preview. Yeah, a preview. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean just to 
kind of build off of that. I know it's preseason. It was literally the first game of preseason. But uh, we did face San Jose, beat them 6-3. to three. That was Monday night, <laughs> right? Yeah. Second. 26th. Check. What's today? 29th? Sunday. Yeah, today's the 29th. <laughs> so Sunday. <laughs> I, yeah. dude, I, so fuck. <laughs> Days are a twice. blur. Yeah, honestly, though. Yeah. No, beat them 6 I don't three, sleep. So. <laughs> it's, uh, sleep is for the week. <laughs> I must be weak, thanks. I love sleep, dude. <laughs> dude, now I'm just thinking about the uh, you. You watched the movie Meet the Robinsons, right? Uh oh yeah yeah yeah. I was like, which okay. one is that? Yeah, underrated yeah. movie, patch? by the way. Yeah, super underrated. That's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking about. <laughs> got the caffeine <laughs> patch or whatever. She like rolled up her sleeves. She got like ten on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay awake for days with no side effects. <laughs> Uh, that oh. was such a good movie. I loved it as yeah, a kid. That's yeah. an underrated movie. I think we have to talk about that sometime. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ducks beating the Sharks 6 3. Goals from, well, Lindholm actually opened the scoring there. Uh, this game was not televised anywhere. So I watched none of it. I didn't even bother listening to it because I was like, well, I want to see what these players can do. I don't yeah, exactly. hear someone else tell me about it. Um, but, I mean, we can kind of talk about the score sheet and see kind of who's popping off for now. So, yeah, Lindholm, unassisted goal to open the scoring. Um, I'll skip the San Jose goals because I don't give a shit. Volkov scores, assist by <laughs> well, Shatton Kirk and Cody Curran. What? I was going to say, you're not going to talk about Benito, 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 Benito. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't even do that, man. Like, I'm normally pretty good with stuff like that. I can't even do that, though. No. That was impressive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Volkov. <laughs> Makes it 2-1. Uh, Bo Grew, uh, Benoit Olivier Grew, I should say. Uh, assisted by Milano there for 3-2 at the end of the second. Uh, and then three unanswered goals in the third period. One by uh, Cody Curran, assisted by Terry and Robinson. I don't know who Robinson is. Do you know who Buddy Robinson. Robinson kid is? Oh, shit. We got Buddy yeah. Robinson? Yeah. Fucking like 7-foot, 8-300-pound pretty like much brick yep. wall, like yep. man stud buddy Yeah, Robinson. We did talk about him before because that was um, right. talking about my height and how I'm short. That's right, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's coming back to me now. I just forgot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw that one pop up on my phone and I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we got a goal from um, Troy Terry, assisted by Volkov and Milano, and then uh, Greg Pattern. Uh, tops off the three goal period unassisted at the end there to make it six three. Okay, that fifth goal though, that that fifth goal though of Terry Volkov and Milano, I like that. I like hearing yeah. that. That would actually be a decent line. I think I, I'll take that I as a so. third as a third line. That'd be amazing. I, I think that could be a really <laughs> solid third line, dude. That's yeah. that would be the best third line in the league. I think. Yeah, honestly. Well, especially after, after the potential. I was gonna say, especially after like the breakup of uh who was that line in Tampa? It was uh, that their that second was, line, but it was like no, that Gord. Was Gord. Was, yeah. Uh, um, why am I blanking right now? I just like, yeah, I, I know. I just listened to a thing about it the other day. Me too. I like, literally <laughs> just today I listened to the Thirty One Thoughts podcast where yeah. Elliot Friedman <laughs> well, talks to Stamkos now. about it. It's, 30, it's thirty-two now. It's yeah. thirty-one. Oh yeah, that's exactly the episode year. I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Fuck me. The one though. Oh, yeah. uh, Coleman. And, oh yes, he was on that. Uh, start with an H. Maybe, dude. I <laughs> I can't even think of it. Yeah, um, but it's yeah, fucking gone. So yeah, Terry Volkov, Milano. Now, I, I I know he was hurt and everything like that. I was upset to not see Milano last year because of how much I liked everything when he had come to Anaheim right before everything shut down. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I was disappointed to. 
to not see him last year. So I'm I'm wanting to see him this year. That's a guy that just, you know, subtly I'm hyped for right now. Yeah, for sure. The other guy on that line was Goodrow. So Gord, Coleman, and Goodrow. Right. Dude, I'm so embarrassed that I forgot that. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's preseason for us too here, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, like, like even though it's preseason, I- I'm still excited with the result of, of that yeah. game because I, like, when you can just take it to a team with... I like... I mean, realistically, these were our AHL guys and kind of our bottom six guys that we played. So to get them kind of into the groove of things and play them against similar competition, I think that's super beneficial. Like yeah, exactly. The top guys on San Jose in this game were Hurdle and LeBanc and Vlasic. And the top guys in our game, there was Milano, Getzlaff, or I don't know why I said Milano, Getzlaff, uh, I guess Terry, Shattenkirk, Steel. and Lindholm. Yeah. Yeah, like very little had- NHL experience on, on both sides, really. So I'd say it was very, very even competition. Yeah, exactly. Um, the goaltending tandem, though, of Dostal and Eric Sedek as well. Oh, that's, boy. you know, that's exciting for the future, at mm-hmm. least. Uh, Dostal taking uh, Jonas Heller's number one, kind of like that, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, promising in that as well, though, right? Like, um, you know, only the one goal against. A 929 save percentage in a half hour of play, like for half the game. That's that's that is promising. So again, it, yeah. it is just AHL guys and whatnot. But you know, Dostal's just showing at least after the one game. And I know there's another one going right now. I'm not sure if he's playing in it or not. Um, but he's, it seems like he's just kind of picking up from last year, and that's that's what we yeah. want to see, right? So absolutely. Yeah. Um, which I think is going to make it a little bit harder for uh, Stolarz, right? If he's if he's taking that backup role or not. So a little bit of competition for him, yeah. Just so that he doesn't, you know, <laughs> settle into. Uh, I don't want to say a rhythm. What's the? What am I trying to say? Uh, like a rut. Yeah, or or like gets yeah. comfortable and he's gets like, stuck in well, a rut, no yeah. Matter, yeah, like no matter what I do, like this spot's going to be mine, kind of thing. Like, yeah, uh, I think that. Uh, It'll be good to have Dostal kind of knocking at the door there. So, yeah, exactly. Um, you were asking if Dostal was in net, or if he's playing tonight. Yeah, if he's playing tonight. Uh, yeah, he's. Yeah, it's him and Stellars. So Dostal's in right now, um, and then presumably Stellars will get the second half of the game. Sweet. Who else do we got playing tonight? Henrik Delorier, <laughs> Lundestrom, Silverberg, Grant, Comtois, Zegris, Jones. Uh, O'Regan, who apparently scored, I don't know his first name, uh, Braden Tracy and Ricard Raquel. Was Braden Tracy one of our picks from this year? Or was that last year? Uh, I, 2019, I you, never mind. Oh yeah, 2019. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, that's a O'Regan guy. I, that's I a lot of NHL him. guys there, actually. I, mm-hmm. I like that. We're just, we're getting right into it, getting ready already. Yeah. Danny O'Regan is... The goal scorer here. Drafted 2012 by San Jose. Played 25 career games in San Jose and Buffalo. Must have signed him as a free agent, I guess. I think yes, I th- yeah, I think we did. I'm remembering yeah. something about that now. Okay. Um I mean he'll be an AHLer, I'm assuming. But yeah, potentially. Um yeah, uh Arizona starting quite a few of their uh, NHL guys as well, whichever ones they have left, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, uh, so that yeah, team com- I, I think it'll be an interesting yeah. thing. An interesting Sorry, that game. team completely cleared shop this year. Just like gone, full yeah. on tore it down like to nothing. Yeah. I I think for like next year's draft in the second round, I think they have like five picks right now. Like, oh boy, <laughs> it is insane. ridiculous. Which I mean, you can like draft picks are obviously great assets, right? Because you can use them to bring in other guys, let's say, or you know, you actually use them to draft and you just build your prospect pool, which I think Arizona actually needs to do. So absolutely, they're, yeah. I mean, they're doing. It, it, it kind of sucks that you know Arizona didn't really get a whole lot of success before they had to rebuild and that sort of thing. But like, I feel like for them, this is the best option actually. So yeah, yeah, I'd say so for sure. But and also another great decision that they made for this year, going back to the Kachinas full time, bringing in a white version of it. Chef's kiss. <laughs> it's beautiful. For a second, it looked like I was smoking a joint there, but it did. <laughs> it's okay. I'll Sorry, this is the chef's kiss. Parents. There we go. <laughs> oh, I sent them the link. I don't, I don't know if they're watching or not, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there you go. Chef's kiss. So yeah, those jerseys are beautiful. I'm hoping with the introduction of the white one, I can finally get my hands on one of the like the black ones, like the home one mm-hmm. now, yeah. because they're so hard to find. Like. Whenever Everyone they got posted one. on cool hockey, they're like my size is gone within two days. Mm-hmm. So, and it's always like it's right at the time where I'm like, oh, like I, I shouldn't be spending a whole lot of money right now. And that's when they get put up. And I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what the so, credit card's for, man. Oh, man. Deal with it later. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pay off my credit card the other day. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> like I even like paid my rent just like a couple days early and whatnot. I'm like, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, cause, like I know, like I have, I have pretty much everything else paid for the year that like I have planned which is mm-hmm. great yeah. so but there's like a couple things that I haven't yet and I'm like oh boy oh boy <laughs> yeah so but oh we'll make it happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever it's it's an investment right yeah exactly you're, you're actually so, losing money in the long run if you don't buy these jerseys dude don't put that in my head <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend's gonna hate you for that <laughs> I hope she's not watching <laughs> <laughs> no she's not actually okay speaking of which though I didn't get a chance to show you this, so I'm gonna. If you're if you're watching live, you're gonna get to see this as well. But I wanted to show you oh, this because I think this is great. Okay, uh, it's I know 100 percent it's gonna be a jersey. It's just which one, and also how many jerseys is it gonna be? I mean, it sounds like just one. Let's see it. Let's get so let's I get had your done, full screen here. Okay, so just a little bit of backstory. I had done a cool hockey mystery box, um, and. Uh, I had a jersey, you know, I had the jersey sent to me. I opened it up and it was a Robin Leonard Vegas jersey. I was really happy about that because then I had, you know, the Flurry one and then the Leonard one. The issue was, though, they had sent the wrong size by accident. And I was like, oh, no. And so I emailed them and I was like, hey, is there any chance that, you know, I can just get this jersey in the right size, though, because I like my pull. And uh, they're like, no, unfortunately, we can't, you know, guarantee with that kind of thing. Like you'll have to, it's either you can get a refund or you take another chance again. And I was like, okay, well I'll, I'll take the chance then see what I can get. And there's no name on this one, unfortunately. However, though, I got kind of close and I, I know this is a ducks podcast, but this, this thing is very nice. I, I want to say, Oh boy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's real good. And like the lighting in here right now, if you're if you're watching this, it is a it is the gold Vegas jersey. And like the lighting in here right now is actually not really doing it justice. Cardi will have to like come over and see it. This jersey Absolutely. is beautiful. I, I hadn't actually seen this one yet in person, and I am quite impressed actually. Cause this was like when it was initially released, I I wasn't a huge fan of the fact that they actually didn't really use any black in the design. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know that like the the arms were more of the gray. I thought the gold would have popped a little bit more with the black. It just it it kind of felt unsaturated at least. Um, but seeing this jersey in person, actually, it is a very nice jersey. I still wish there was a little bit more black in it, but I just um, take a sharpie to those armbands. And oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, no! <laughs> but yeah, so I I wanted to show you that because that uh, yeah that. Uh, is a, is a very nice jersey. Seeing Marcus chiming in here with Flurry slowly break, breaks down, and then Stone and Theodore. It, yeah, yeah, for all three of those. Yeah, but uh, the Flurry one though. Yeah, so I got I got my Vegas Flurry jersey, the home one. Um, I did get a like a 2009 era Pittsburgh jersey, and I got the white one, the one that he won the first his first cup in. I have that in the shop right now, uh, getting Flurry's name put on it. In the and, shop, like it's a car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I have a Chicago one getting done up right now as well. So I will complete the Flurry collection. And I have tickets to go see Cal River Chicago in November. I'm really excited about that. So, and I got a new Chicago jersey. No, I'll wear my Flames jersey, Ooh, but I'm going to take all three jerseys on. up because I got a buddy who is pretty sure he can actually get me to meet Mark Andre Fleury and get these signed. That'd be sick. So I'm like, fingers crossed and whatnot. I mean, you but. can't. I don't think you can meet Fleury wearing a Flames jersey though. Oh no, this will be earlier in the day. And oh, that, so you'll wear that, the, uh, you'll wear the Chicago jersey for that. I'll probably just be wearing like a, a hoodie or something like that because I need the jerseys in my hand to to have them signed. Right? You don't want to like wear it and be like, <laughs> sign right here, right up, right up. <laughs> No, you got to he has to sign it on the number, right? So, because then I can get him framed and all hung up. Uh, I guess, yeah. So, so yeah, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, how do we even get on this uh, on this topic? I forget. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyways, before we head to break here, upcoming games, actually quite a few before our next episode. For um, once, oh my god! Yeah, right. We are in ho- we are in hockey season. We have, when we actually have upcoming games, and it's not just listed on our outline. October. <laughs> yeah, it's not even October, and we got games. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Oh, preseason, I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we got uh, Arizona, obviously, going on right now. Marcus, let us know if it's uh, not still one nothing. Uh, and then San Jose tomorrow night, Thursday. Uh, Arizona again on Saturday. San Jose again on Monday. Like, can we play some other teams here? That'd be nice. Uh, and then LA next Wednesday when we'll be recording our next episode. So, yeah, those are the upcoming ones. It'll be pretty, pretty cool. I'll be excited to see uh, some of the game, be able to watch some of the, the games when, you know, we're not actually recording and uh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully see some of the young guys and guys in the system, see if any of the guys last, like prospect-wise, and see if any of the guys last year have uh, drastically improved in the off season. Yeah. It'll be cool to see. And obviously Drysdale and Zegris too. Oh boy. Give that to me. (laughs) Give it to me now. Yes. (laughs) Anything you want to... Go ahead, sorry. 
I was going to say, I hope Zegers pops off this year. I want a Calder nomination at least for that kid. I, oh, I want to see it. Bob, Dallas, don't fuck this up for me. <laughs> and don't fuck this up for the rest of the fan base. And don't fuck this up for Trevor. Get that boy a Calder. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. All right. Should we head to break? Yeah. Let's do it here. All right. Week three of football is in the books. Now, it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any game this week to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. No customers only. Minimum $5 deposit or $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, we're going to get into some what if here, episodes four to seven. So not including the one that just dropped today, which is uh, what if Ultron won, I believe. Yes. The one? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So that's part of the reason we're not Ooh. talking about it. But. You're in for a treat, dude. It, yeah. I watched the episode this morning before I had to get ready for class and it was good. It was yeah. very good. I feel like it's <laughs> going to be good. So, so um, but no, but no, no more talking about that. We will talk about that later on. So, yeah. So we're going to start with. Uh, the one, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Um, which we, I guess, kind of touched on last time we talked about what if, but not really. Yeah, because we got. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, that episode came out the first day we talked about what if. So, yeah. We, yeah, said, said, said the same thing. Like, we weren't going to talk about it that day to give people a chance to listen and that kind of stuff. So, or to watch, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we got zombies. Uh, Killmonger rescued Tony Stark and. If Thor were an only child. So those will be some interesting ones. Let's, uh, yeah. I guess, just start with number four, the Doctor Strange episode. If you can remember that far back. Fuck, that <laughs> episode was depressing. Yeah. Dark, sad, however you want to describe it. But like, at the same time, it, it, it's Doctor Strange. It's the mystic arts and everything like that. But it was insanely human, right? Like, mm-hmm. just that tweak that, you know, like the, the what if aspect of it, right? Being that, um, oh, why can't I remember her name? But like the, like he's Rachel still, McAdams thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's like he's, actress, he's still yeah. dating her, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not like when the movie itself opens and they're, they're separated, but they're still friends and that kind of thing, right? Yeah. And yeah, instead of, you know, his hands getting smashed and that, like she, she dies and it's, yeah. Like it's it, it makes it, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And just it it gets darker as it goes on, right? But yeah, you know, 
kind of thinking about it, like how many of us would be in the position that Doctor Strange was in in that episode and not try to do something similar, right? Yeah, At least to like, a point. Especially if, if you potentially have that power, right? Yeah, to try to change it and that kind of thing, right? Like it was, yeah, definitely. That was definitely like a relatable episode, I think, for a lot of people, right? Oh, for like, sure. There, yeah. There's always something. Like everybody has something that they wish that they could, if they could go back in time and change and that kind of thing, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, then you know we're getting like the dark Doctor Strange and everything dark, like that. Dark Doctor Strange, yeah, Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and yeah, just like kind of the connection with like even the first episode of What If, right? It was that same monster that. Uh, uh, Red Skull had conjured up and everything like that too, yeah. which was interesting. And um, that was kind of that first crossover point, I think, for this series because actually, no, I can't even say anything now. Uh, but yeah, it was like the first kind of crossover point that we had seen so far in this series. Mm-hmm. And um, but the one thing that I found really interesting at first in that episode, though, was that as Doctor Strange was accumulating all this dark mm-hmm. magic dark energy he could sense the presence of the watcher that was very cool that was yeah. like oh okay wow he actually is getting very powerful to the point mm-hmm. that like he can sense that there's someone there at least this celestial being watching over everything that literally yeah. nobody else knows even exists yeah that was exactly very, very cool. and yeah just you know continuing to do it to the point that he was able to change it but he had become the monster himself and everything like that. And yeah. the watcher did actually, like, he didn't intervene, but he did kind of at the same time. He at least made his, made his presence known, yeah, which was very like out of left field, I guess for, if you know anything about like, you know, the watchers and the comics and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And even just to that point in the TV show, right? Like he never yeah. makes himself known. He can't intervene and whatnot for, for he is the watcher. Mm-hmm. And just saying, like, I love how he just basically shows up in front of Doctor Strange, though. And it's just like, you fucked up. You got to live with it. See you later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was like, it was kind of a badass moment, but at the same time, I was like, Jesus fuck. This guy's but it left it, for, it left it for a dark ending. Like, Which is that was the most for the Marvel som- Universe. Yeah, like, that was a somber ending. Like, the only other time that we would have had something close to that would have been Infinity War. Yeah, right, exactly. where the heroes lost, and it it, it ended with that. Yeah, right? but even then, so. like it's not like the entire universe had collapsed. It was just half of the Avengers were gone, and there you were like, okay, well, what are they going to do now? Like, what's next? Like, how are they going to fix this kind of thing? But now, yeah, exactly. And then this one, you're like, that's literally it. The universe is yeah, like in gone. that universe, yeah, it's done. It, yeah, it was like in that universe is done. So mm-hmm. it was very but, fun. Yeah, I, Which I, was very I really. Cool, but- that's yeah. what I enjoyed about it. So yeah, I did very much enjoy it. So and, and like, honestly, some of my I, I don't know if <laughs> what like what this is about me, but like some of my favorite movies are some of those darker ones, right? Mm-hmm. Like no, I agree, hundred um, percent. Yes, yeah, like especially with you know like sci-fi or fantasy kind of movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, obviously, the, the Dark Knight is one that everybody goes to, right? Being a pretty dark movie, it doesn't exactly have a really a happy ending to it. Yeah, right. Um, another one that. I don't know. Some people might disagree with me, but like Revenge of the Sith, right? Like episode three for mm-hmm. Star Wars. Like if you think about it, that is a dark movie. Like you were seeing the complete fall of 
a democracy, a fall of an entire order like that had been a thing for millions of generations and whatnot, and the galaxy is essentially left in turmoil. Yeah, exactly. And like that's where you're left. Like obviously, like you know at that point, obviously that like you know the original trilogy and everything kind of gets restored and that. But like if you look at that movie just on its own, like that is a dark, sad mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So, I, but that one's Empire. one of my favorites. Even Empire is like that too. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's a very dark movie in general, and it ends with Han Solo potentially being dead. So yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, back in 1980, people weird. didn't know if Han Solo was going to come back. Harrison Ford didn't even know if Han Solo was going to yeah. come back, right? Like exactly. that was the whole reason they, like behind the scenes reason that they did that was because they didn't know if they were going to bring the character of Han Solo back. Like if they were going to kill him off, and I guess then would have been the third one, mm-hmm. right? Or like what they were going to do. Like they kind of gave themselves gave themselves that room for it. And Harrison Ford even himself like wanted to be killed off. Mm-hmm. So and he, he felt that was right for the character. So eventually they did it for episode seven. But at that point, I'm, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with that a little bit. But I can see it at the same time. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but sure. yeah, you are right. Like Empire as well. So um, one movie that I really enjoy though. That if anybody's kind of like a war movie fan or that sort of thing, if you haven't seen this yet, definitely go check it out. I think it's still on Netflix. Is Fury with uh, I think it's Brad Pitt mm-hmm. um, and uh, Logan Lerman, uh, but it's a it's a yeah. great cast um, throughout that movie. But that's that a, the one that's where they're a, in the tank. Yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. So it's it follows this tank crew, essentially mm-hmm. in like the final days of uh, of World War II on um, on the German front. Yeah, yeah, that so, was a really good movie. I, I enjoyed. Very that. good movie. So I, I think I, yeah, I went to that one with uh, with my grandpa actually in theaters. So his, uh, I believe it was his dad. I'm trying to remember the actual connection here, but. Um, yeah, I believe it was his dad uh, was a bomber pilot, or not a bomber pilot, sorry. He sat in the nose of the bombers in World War II, right? So, like, uh, he does have some of that, like, war history knowledge and that kind of thing. Yeah. And so he liked those movies and wanted to go, so I wanted to go as well. And that was a, yeah, it was a great movie to experience in theaters. And um, yeah. Yeah, watching it still, like, years later, just, like, at home or whatever, it's still a great movie. So, yeah, if you haven't seen that one yet, definitely go check that out. Yeah. I, I second that. Good movie. For sure. <laughs> um, okay, tying it back to what if. Is there anything else you want to say about uh, the fourth one here? Um, I think I said all that needs to be said. It was a, it was a great episode. Love that one. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, sticking with the dark episodes here, they kind of packed them into the middle. What if zombies? So uh, <sighs> in the midst of a zombie apocalypse, that was a really good one. I that was a know, great one. I didn't know exactly where they were going to place it in the timeline, but I think where they did it was like very interesting and kind of unexpected, like right at the beginning of Endgame. I thought that was very Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a great uh yeah, that was a great episode, I thought. That was one I wish that just had a couple more minutes because some like some parts of it felt a little bit rushed. Uh, yeah. It would I think it would have benefited from even just like two minutes more, right? Just to let kind of some parts breathe. But mm-hmm. um but I'm like I'm I'm really jumping ahead here, but like even like the cliffhanger ending of it, of it now it's a zombie Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, right? Like, yeah, what would a zombie Thanos do at that point, right? So, mm-hmm. um, they did change it a little bit from like the comic idea that, um, you know, they still retained their consciousness and everything like that, like still knew what they were doing. So it does, you know, it leads another what if question, right? Of like, 
what if zombie Thanos had the infinity gauntlet? Like yeah. what would happen, right? Like what which what would the point of it be at that point? Like would it be to yeah. turn the entire universe into zombies or would it would it all change? He's trying to bring in more resources essentially at that point instead of mm-hmm. uh like people said he probably should have instead of trying to commit mass genocide. But like yeah. <laughs> so like like what would happen at that point? So Yeah. yeah like I, I think great, honestly yeah. I think they're probably gonna explore that because we already know there's going to be a season two. So mm-hmm. I would imagine there's going to be a little bit of like sequel action going on. Like it could entirely yeah. be new stories in season two as well. We don't know. But I think this, from what I remember, this was kind of the first actual cliffhanger one. Like the other ones, it's like, okay, yeah, like we can see like how you can continue this on if you wanted to. But it also yeah. kind of felt final. This one, in my opinion, was the very first one that was like, Oh shit! This is actually a cliffhanger. Like, yeah, this exactly. Is some, this is some big shit you're dropping in the final seconds of the episode, and yeah, because fades to black. Yeah, well, and like the survivors at the end of it, though. Like, okay, we're we're we're, we're starting at the end, and we're working our way backwards here. <laughs> yeah. So we'll finish <laughs> this. Ra- like, we'll finish this last part up, like about the end, and then we can talk about like the episode as a whole, or like from like front to back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the ending group is not who I actually anticipated it being. No. It was Peter Parker, the head of Scott Lang, Ant-Man, and T'Challa, the Black Panther. So, yeah. <laughs> which, like, that's a that's a, that's great a crew, thing. though. And, that's a crew. Yeah, that's a crew. <laughs> and I, I love as well in this series that, um, you know, you could tell that they were trying to give the world as much Chadwick Boseman as they could. Oh, yeah. Because I think, I think at that point... Like like Marvel knew from Chadwick Boseman they himself have, that yeah. you know this was probably going to be the last thing, so they're they're trying to give as much as they can and and that sort of yeah. thing. But um, which we'll we'll get to that again in a little bit here. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that, that's an unlikely kind of like survivors group. <laughs> I, I thought from like what we had or like at the start of the episode, but was really oh, great. Yeah. So now we're going to go back to the beginning of the episode. I do love how they started it off, though, of like Hulk coming down and being like, well, what the hell is going on? And like, oh, hey, Tony, Tony's here. He's going to save us. And then, oh, shit, Iron Man is a zombie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I mean, very effective for dealing with Thanos' crew, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> why didn't we think of that? Why did we have to go through two and a half hours of pain and suffering? We could have just yeah, exactly. unleashed zombies on them and good to go. <laughs> yeah, to have the moth, like, thrown out of the spaceship alien style to have yeah exactly so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh what do you think about the whole idea of the zombie virus coming from the quantum realm when they um rescued hopes mom, i did think that Janet. was cool and it, and it definitely falls in line with you know marvel thought and everything like that mm-hmm. like what science has been in the marvel universe whether it's mm-hmm. the movies the comics whatever um yeah it, it definitely worked i'm I would have loved to have seen it as that bioweapon that was in uh, like the start of Civil War. I'd yeah. love to see it be that, but I'd still I did like the idea of it, which did add to the narrative a little bit in some character development with uh, with Hope, right? Um, yeah. That she which felt responsible cool. for it and that sort of thing. So, which mm-hmm. obviously it wasn't real, like it wasn't her fault directly type thing, but. Um, just added a little bit to that. And that's why I was saying it would have been beneficial, I think, for just like the extra two minutes to explain some of that just a little bit more, like have a little bit more time with things like that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that. 
But yeah. um, and I love how they had like the, the zombie how to survive a zombie apocalypse like instruction <laughs> video. Yeah, that was like it was reminiscent of like Zombie Land, and I love that movie as well. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the second one, but that was because the second one just it for myself it felt like it was too long after to have done it. So, but I'm sure I'll check it out eventually and enjoy it still. But yeah, um, but yeah, I loved you know that. That's instructional zombie thing. Yeah. Um, happy shirt in that as well. It's like I'm saving myself for Thor. Yeah. <laughs> I want that t-shirt. Yeah, if they don't That's come out with that merch, but, like holy yeah. shit, they're losing out. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. My favorite thing though, I think my favorite joke out of that whole episode though, had to have been when they were at Grand Central Station and saying, like, hey, okay, we'll split up. And mm-hmm. uh Peter's like do you guys not ha- like watch horror movies where you're from or that sort of thing? <laughs> and uh, oh, why am I forgetting her name right now? It's on the tip of my tongue. Agent Carter. No, is no, the like the right. general of the Wakandan army. Um, oh, Agoya. Yeah, I think. Right. Um, I, I but, don't know if uh, the pronunciation's right, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I think it's Agoya. Uh, somebody will correct me later if I'm wrong. Um, but how she's just like, no, we have American television. <laughs> I'm like, <"Pfft." laughs> like, I actually had to stop it for a second. I was laughing so hard at that yeah, joke. I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. All right. But, Are you okay if we jump ahead to episode six now, or is there something else you want to say about this one? It was definitely one of my favorites. I was very happy with it because this is the episode that I was anticipating the most. Yeah. And I was happy with the execution of it. So, and mm. I, yeah, I would definitely like to see more. I know there's been talk already about like a live action kind of adaptation or spinoff with this that would be and whatnot. Cool. So, and I would, yeah. I would love that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So number six or episode six, sorry. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark, throwing it all the way back to Iron Man one with that one. Um, yeah. Initial thoughts on that one. It was a really good episode as well. And really it shows just how the entire Marvel universe would have changed from that pivotal point right of iron Mm -hmm. like of tony stark becoming iron man right like yeah the entire thing changes you don't like really have the avengers or that sort of thing probably and Mm -hmm. whatnot but um again we had a little bit more chat with bozeman in that episode and um in the uh uh the spiritual plane i think is what it's called or that but um that felt that felt so perfect it didn't yeah. feel like something forced actually with you know real life implications and whatnot it, it, it mm-hmm. felt perfect i think yeah um <laughs> jesus yeah 100 percent. that was yeah I, I almost tear well i did tear up at that yeah it was it was tough to watch um so. but yeah i thought that was a great episode as well and like right away there's you know like kind of the the suspicions of killmonger and that sort of thing right like yeah. once other characters start bringing things up you're like yeah, wait a second. Actually, I didn't think about that. He's he's went into it as like a what if, and it's like, oh yeah, Killmonger happened to be around, and that's what. And then it's like, oh wait a second, and like you yeah. got it, like everything. It was it was definitely an episode that everything kind of peels back with what's actually going on, mm-hmm. like like I guess like for the audience, right? Like how uh, does that make sense? <laughs> um, no, but I, I get what you're we're saying. We're learning things at the same time as the characters. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Okay. Um. And so yeah, I think I thought it made it really interesting. And that's another episode as well, I think, that had a great cliffhanger ending that you could revisit again. Mm-hmm. So, with yeah, for sure, and like you, you still at the end of it, you don't really know that you have an idea what Killmonger's play is, but you still 
don't 100 yeah. like it, it is a really good episode so and i loved andy circus as well returning as uh claw i yes i, I love andy circus and in that role especially it works perfectly so yeah yeah it does yeah, yeah I, there, was, there was a lot to like about that episode i think yeah i i don't really have much to add about that one it it wasn't my favorite i still thought it was good but uh yeah i don't really have anything to add so yeah uh, i think i was I think it was Mr. Sunday movies that I was watching and they were talking about this episode and they brought up a point. I think Tony Stark, so like up to that point, Tony Stark had died in every episode that he was in, even for like a few seconds. He had died in every oh, really? episode of what if up until that point still. Oh, wild. Because <laughs> <laughs> he died, like he, he died in the zombie apocalypse, right? Yeah. He would have died uh, by the assassination from Hank Pym in... Mm-hmm. Was that the second episode, I think? Uh, that was episode three. Episode, episode three was, yeah. what was that one? Episode one was Peggy, uh, uh, Peggy Carter. Was Peggy and Carter. What was was it not two? episode two? Oh, God. I guess we can just pull up our outline from, was that two shows ago? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. What the heck was it? Um, oh, T'Challa becoming Star-Lord. That was episode two. Right. So, but yeah, like, yeah. I think he had shown up. That was the third episode that Tony Stark had shown up, and he died in that one. So yeah, up until that point, Tony Stark had died in every single episode that he was in. So which I thought was uh, was kind of funny as well when they brought that point up. I was like, yeah, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> so, but yeah, it shows really that I guess the Marvel universe couldn't have happened in the way that we had seen it in the movies without Tony Stark. Yeah, right. Uh, so. uh, yeah, actually, I've never even really thought about it that way. Yeah, so it, it it really hammers home, I guess, how important he is in our universe to yeah you know just everything else that happened after and i mean we always knew it it kind of all revolved around tony anyways but um yeah iron man whatever uh but yeah it's really cool to see like in every other universe that we've seen it like he is necessary there's the implications as well yeah and i think we'll still see more of it in the actual like mcu movies and whatnot like Mm -hmm. just what tony you know, not being around anymore has still implications, right? Like we've, we see all, we saw it in Spider-Man already and uh, yeah, I'm interested to see just kind of how it continues. So it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. Last episode to talk about here. What if Thor were an only child? First of all, oh, I take no. offense to this one. Only children are not. <laughs> not <big of> an <laughs> animal. <laughs> we yeah, but Carter, Carter, you're also not a people. prince. You're not a prince god who can no but i'm a princess lightning (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh but uh you know after like those three episodes that we just talked about kind of dealing with some you know darker elements to it and some more serious stuff it was nice i mean it was literally a party episode right it was a fun episode and i thought that was that was great, especially going after, cause after that is the last two episodes of the series, um, mm-hmm. which you could kind of see was potentially leading up as if you had seen any promos of that potentially leading up to kind of some crossover from these universes. Um, so this was like the perfect episode before you get kind of into that two part finale type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought at least. And, uh, but yeah, this was a 
hilarious episode. I loved all the random yeah. references and whatnot. Howard the Duck returning again. Yeah, just yeah. like, <laughs> oh my God. He, he is, I honestly, I love that character and the way he has been used just subtly in the MCU has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of, you know, making it better from that horrible. 90s movie, I think it was. Of I Howard the Duck. That, so oh, I don't know. oh, dude, no, don't <laughs> not worth thought. it. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. Oh God, <laughs> a little bit of redemption for Howard the Duck here over the last few years with uh, you know him appearing in Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, the What If movies here. Hmm. I I think I saw it a while ago though. He was actually also in that lineup in Endgame, <laughs> I believe. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he was like that. Like the whole shot, like when it like pans down everybody and oh, like, yeah. see Rogers like Avengers assemble, right? Now, Howard the Duck is in there. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so. That's awesome. I uh, <laughs> I didn't notice it on my uh, next rewatch. I'll definitely have to keep an eye out for it. Yeah, for sure. But um, that was an amazing episode. I, I believe like Natalie Portman came back for it as well. Chris Hemsworth obviously as Thor. Uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, which that was also great as well. Great. Just seeing yeah. that like. If they weren't brothers, they just would have been buds. It seems like. like sick pals, yeah. Like yeah, Loki exactly. was still kind of a dink, but like <laughs> they were just like they were kind of like just frat bros, you know? Yeah, basically that's exactly what it was. This was a frat episode, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. So, and I also love how like humanity essentially just took instantly to the world is gonna party. <laughs> yeah exactly like oh the aliens are coming oh turns out it's a party god sick Let's yeah go. exactly yeah. <laughs> this and guy like, wants so- to slide down the sydney opera house fucking go for it buddy sure <laughs> and like the fact that thor is you know like thousands of years old or hundreds of years old whichever one it is he is still terrified of his mom though, yeah. figuring out he's having a party. That's yeah. Like I just, I love this whole premise of it. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. And party so, yeah. for Captain Marvel too. <laughs> <laughs> like I, so good. I always enjoy seeing Captain Marvel, but like in this movie, I'm like, can you just like maybe fuck off a little bit so we can see more party <laughs> Thor? Like, like you actually agree with Thor on this? It's like no, yeah. You're like don't shut down the party. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, she was still I love badass, how the world. Like, yeah, I love how the world partying is a global issue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just the entire premise of that show was was honestly great. I thought I thought it was really good. Yeah. It was definitely another great episode as well. I want to mm. say so many of these are my favorites, but like, yeah, I, I think I had to actually like watch the entire series or like the entire season like again to actually like, probably to determine back, yeah. which Absolutely. is a favorite for sure of these episodes, yeah. but. uh yeah, I definitely I love this episode and yeah, just lighthearted and everything like that. So many good jokes in it too and mm-hmm. and whatnot. But uh yeah. So um would you I think have to quickly talk about the cliffhanger ending? Like Yes. <laughs> it, what sure. the fuck's going on with that? We got <laughs> evil vision has assembled all the infinity stones. Is that what I did I get well because re- okay. <laughs> remember vision's body was originally supposed to be Ultron, like his final form. Uh-huh. So that's what it actually is. It's it's that's Ultron. If gotcha. So I okay. okay. A little spoilery, I guess, but it does lead into that next episode. Oh, okay. That's good. So I, that's, that's all like, I'll say. I thought maybe it would get a sequel next season, but they are starting to tie it together, which is super yeah. cool. I was really hoping they would do that um at some point. So that's yeah. awesome. So, but I, I did like that as well, though, that like 
just subtly kind of throughout. And that was kind of the big hint, though, was that the Watcher has been actually missing things, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So considering like that, he yeah. like he sees all he's he knows all like he is a legitimate God entity. Yeah. Right. And he missed this. So yeah, and he was like, definitely what's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, that fucking shook me. I was like, I need the rest of the season fucking <laughs> now. <laughs> well, especially after like the, the previous three episodes that we even just talked about, right? Yeah. You know, being like those darker endings, like a little bit more okay, like kind of uneasy endings, let's put it that way, right? Mm-hmm. And they all lived happily ever after like even like as a viewer you're like that's too good to be true no they didn't what's this and you're like oh shit (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) which i thought was really a really cool way of doing it like again i haven't seen the most recent episode yet so everything i say is either speculation or it's in up to episode seven so um (laughs) so yeah but i thought it was really cool because really the only thing i remember from shakespeare back in high school is there would always be like the super lighthearted comedic scene about like a bunch of peasants talking about shoveling shit or whatever and it was hilarious back in the i don't know, 1400s <laughs> whenever shakespeare was doing yeah. this thing i don't know i'm not a historian i don't, I don't remember that shit it's fine <laughs> yeah. but i remember that was the one thing i remember is it would be super lighthearted scene and then the very, very next scene would be like the darkest part of the whole play. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I absolutely fucking love when shows do that. Cause I'm like, oh, this is like super happy and awesome. And then it's just like instantly, nope, super dark and depressing. So, yeah, exactly. I, I, I love that. And like just thinking of another example, still Marvel related and whatnot, that does that beautifully. Okay. I, I've been re watching uh, High Top Films video essays about the Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about Spider Man 2 and just talking about the fact that, like, you know, you went from the scene of Peter asking for an advance and, you know, the iconic J. Jonah Jameson laugh at him, right? Of like, <laughs> I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Like going from that though directly into Otto Octavius's monologue after mm-hmm. the accident, he had escaped the hospital, being like, "I deserve to be at the bottom of the river right now." Like I did a horrible thing. Like just the fact that he was able to go like from that was like pretty amazing. That like you just went into it right away and it didn't yeah. feel jarring. So, but exactly what you were talking about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So. I think uh, I think that's all I have to say about episodes four to seven of okay. What If. Um, I guess uh, next week or in two weeks, I'll leave it up. It'll be two here. weeks. Yeah, in two weeks we'll talk about the whole season. So after, well, probably a week and a half because I guess in two weeks is when the season starts. So that's a pretty big episode. It will be. That'll be the first. The ga- first game is that night, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so two weeks we'll we'll talk about the whole season. Give you a week yeah. to watch that last episode, and get, well, really give me a week to watch that last yeah. episode. So, <laughs> uh, so well, yeah, that's uh, let us know your thoughts, I guess, on episodes four to seven, and uh, feel free to DM us as you watch episodes eight and nine because Nate handles yeah, all the I'll DMs be, and he, yeah, he watches right them away, so. like immediately. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, okay. I don't like spoilers, <laughs> so <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which is totally but, fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Let us take a quick break before we get to the first What's Quackin' of the season. Yeah, boy. What's up, everybody? This is Taylor and Brendan from Straight Up Sabres of the Hockey Podcast Network. Things are not going very well in Saberland uh, this season or really for the past 10 years or so. However, we here at Straight Up Sabres are so excited to keep bringing you guys 
the latest Sabres news with everything ranging from interviews with some of your favorite Twitter follows all the way up to former players and everything in between. We have got you covered with your weekly coverage of the Buffalo Sabres. That's right. We got a lot coming up uh, through the rest of the season and into the offseason. Who's going to coach the team next year? Uh, is Kevin Adams going to have a new boss? Will he be a president of hockey operations? Will there be an assistant GM? Are they going to fill out their scouting staff? How many times will I cry next to Maybe zero. I'm dead inside. Will Jack Eichel be here? Sam Reinhardt going to get extended? You know, all this and more on Straight Up Sabres. Exciting stuff. So make sure you're checking us out wherever you're listening to podcasts and following us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Straight Up Sabres and on Twitter at Straight Sabres. Oh, this is on me. Uh, I switched <laughs> That's the one. Okay, Nate, what do you got for what's quacking? All right, so this week uh, I did ask for a couple, like a few questions or that from fans mm-hmm. uh, a little bit later, but uh, we did we did still get a couple though. Um, there's one that I want to pull up uh, a couple stats for, I think. So give me two seconds here just so i can pull them up so i realized on, actually i want to end break. on the other what are you one doing? <laughs> i did but it was not a very long one i, I remember that sabers one being a lot fat, a lot slower at least uh here we go okay so the first question comes from uh the co-host of the sporty with Corey and richie show richie flores uh, asking, do you love Toby Reader, Tobias Reader, uh, as much as I do? Look at that smile. And he had posted a picture of uh, of Reader from a while ago. So um, Reader, of course, having a PTO with the Anaheim Ducks um, this uh, preseason. Uh, Carter, your thoughts on Tobias Reader? Um, Pre-Edmonton Oiler days, I was like all over <laughs> Tobias Reader. Loved him. Um Post Edmonton Oilers days, I just kind of feel bad for him, honestly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I indifferent, I guess, if I want to sum it up in a single word. Yeah, I think definitely if he if he were to make this uh, this Anaheim Ducks team, he's definitely in that bottom six. I'd probably honestly say the you know fourth line, uh, if anywhere. But um, you know, he can definitely be used. I think in a a shutdown role, kind of a grinder role. Um, but he can still help with points at least taking a look at him in Calgary in the 2019, 20 season, which is, you know, the most of a regular season that we've had for a while now in 55 games, he did have four goals, six assists for 10 points. Um, not bad. And yeah. And, and even in Buffalo, honestly, last year with that God awful team, and that was coming from, you know, a Ducks podcast uh, yep. in 44 games. He still had seven points. He had five goals and two assists. So like the guy can still put up some numbers at least, mm-hmm. which even that will take honestly. <laughs> so I, I yeah, wouldn't mind having, anything. having Toby reader, at least just looking at the traditional stats. I hadn't really had a chance to, you know, get into the analytic stats or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, just from what I can remember of Toby Reader, I think he could definitely help in that bottom six, but it's also not wanting to take away from a young guy unless you're able to actually give the young guys, you know, a chance a little bit higher up. So, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think it'll definitely at least at the very least push some of the younger guys into um maybe establishing themselves in a bottom six role a little bit more. So mm-hmm. instead of it being like, well, I'm on the Anaheim Ducks where 
literally, oh, can you hold a hockey stick and skate? Come on into our bottom six. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of how it's felt the last couple of years, you know, like you bring in a young guy, they don't quite do it or have that that same push, it seems, that they do in the AHL. So I, I think having NHL caliber players down there that are also fighting for constant spots are really going to push our young guys and hopefully they'll be better than Tobias Reader. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's my thoughts. There you go. All right. So we got one more question here, I guess, before right. we wrap up the show. This one comes from Mitch uh, at Mitch's B Cray. It's an amazing uh, handle there. Love it. Uh, buddy, or my, my, my buddy Mitch here is asking, what's your favorite way to cook duck? <laughs> <laughs> I've never personally cooked duck. I have had duck, though. It is very tasty, I have to admit. And I had it in a uh, in a pasta. I think it was like with like a cream sauce, not quite Alfredo, but uh, but that kind of thing. It was it was very good. So nice, uh, Carter. Uh, have you ever cooked duck before, or what's or have you had it at least? Actually, I just cooked duck for the first time. Like just. Literally the other day, so that's wild. Nice play. The, play I don't have. I don't have the keys here. Play the clapping. <laughs> Congrats, Carter. Thank you. Um, gotta wait for it to die out. I'm just too popular, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, too just popular with, uh, with the keys. <laughs> the keys, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I just started with pan frying it, just to kind of sear the outside. Oven roasted it to uh, like a nice medium. So, which apparently you can do with duck, even though it's like kind of more like chicken, you can no. still eat it while it's pink-ish on the inside. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, like, Are you sure about that? We'll, we'll oh, check in yeah. with Carter next week and see if he's had any uh, food poisoning. But <laughs> it's, it's, okay, medium is like a bad way to put it. It's it's still technically well done, but it's just like juicy, you know. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not like if you have a rare steak and there's still that like strip of raw in the middle, like it's yeah. Through, so, gotcha. Um, but oh man, it was so tender and juicy. Oh, I loved it. Duck is quite tasty, I gotta admit. And that's probably horrible on a I mean, at least it's just it's a hockey team called the Ducks. I don't know if this is yeah. crossing a line, but <laughs> it's it's kind of awesome because it's it has like the texture of chicken and like the toughness of a pork chop and like the juiciness of like a medium steak or a medium rare steak. Yeah. And just like Oh, it's just the the best parts of like the most popular meats. That <laughs> yeah. is duck, and it's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm getting hungry now. I had like right. two bites of my <laughs> supper before we started. Oh, but um, yeah, duck is quite good. I'd like to mm-hmm. have it again soon. So, yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah, hope that answers your question, Mitch. So, Carter, <laughs> I think you, I think you have to actually cook this for me now. Yeah, sure. So. You you bring the duck, and uh, I'll bring. The- <laughs> Cooking utensils. I don't know. <laughs> where do I? Uh, where, where do I get duck? Even <laughs> I've never seen it just like around. Uh, there's tons of ducks like just over by the lake at my place. Oh, just, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> grab a net, axe, whatever. <laughs> Take my slingshot. <laughs> slingshot. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you need. L- lacrosse ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I know we already talked about what if. Not really a spoiler, but um, I thought it was absolutely hilarious in the uh, the Thor episode when. They're like, hey, we found the thing to make the world's largest or like the best slingshot we've ever made or something. It's the St. Louis, Louis Arch. <laughs> Dude, I died. That part was so awesome. <laughs> I, did, did it show what they were going to shoot? 
No, it didn't. <laughs> no? See, I want to know that now. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> See, that, that could be its own what-if episode. What if the St. Louis Arch was a slingshot? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I think at that point, you could that. you could literally launch whatever you wanted. Like, you could exactly. launch a rocket into space, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> and take off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Oh, what are your man. other questions here? Uh, that was it. That was all. Oh, okay. So... And I well, think another we, one in the we are like, here. what's that? There's another one in the outline if you quickly want to Uh-oh. answer that. Oh, no. What do you mean, oh, no? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> you so literally this put wasn't, it in here. Right. Okay. This wasn't, a, uh, this wasn't a question necessarily directed to us. This was just one more put out into Twitter oh, okay. uh, that I had grabbed. Uh, originally, it was like a joke sending it to my girlfriend. I'm like, which one am I? Um, but it's, I'm curious. Do you guys watch hockey in silence, or do you yell? Yeah, do you yell at the TV? Um, when we were talking about this earlier, Carter, I th- you had the best summary I think of this. Yeah, I, I, I said like either you watch it yelling at the TV, or you're a psychopath. <laughs> or a liar for one of those. Yeah, two. exactly. Like, <laughs> if you but watch like, hockey in complete yeah. silence, like you're not normal. Like if you do, please exactly. go get help. That's yeah. that's the first sign. Wait, well, let's put it this way: if I'm not at least like kind of not yelling, but like my voice raised at least at like certain parts through a game or whatever, if I am actually like silent, I am. It's, it's at the point that I am yeah. pissed off about you that are, game and actually, and I am fuming. fuming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, absolutely. So. Yeah, like if I'm at that point watching a hockey game and someone so much so much as like sneezes in my direction, I might actually kill them. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like I am like that close to just like yeah going on a rampage. <laughs> Not actually, just to play but <laughs> I'm, I'm about to do honest. something that'll give me five minutes on the ice, but put me in jail in real life. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So. um yeah, I guess to wrap up the episode, uh, let us know if you're a psychopath or if you're a normal human being who yells at their TV watching hockey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nate, where can they tweet all of their what-if questions and theories at you? Uh, you can tweet them at me at Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. Uh, as well as at Quack Report Pod, you can engage with him and myself when I occasionally catch Go on Twitter at Quack Report Pod. Ooh. Oh no, I hit the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna have the old logo put up. I didn't put this on. <laughs> oh no, on uh, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok at Quack Report Pod. Myself at Carter underscore Pods. Pure TTS underscore ninety seven. See you guys next time. sure was a fucking disaster to start season three, eh?